Welcome to episode five and the first Q&A of season five. This is your host, Anderson Silver, uh, the host with the most, I don't know, effort um, in exchange for the least amount of talent. I'm doing my best here, guys. I'm doing my best here. And you'll see I get grilled with one of these questions too, but hey, I'm trying my best and I'm being honest. We've got a couple of questions in. Um, before I get into it, again, I just want to thank my uh, patrons. Uh, there's a few of you out there who keep supporting me monthly, man. Thanks. Thank you so much. It's um, You help pay for the website. You help pay for these uh, uh, gear and equipment upgrades. Every year, you'll notice the quality is getting a little bit better. That's thanks to you guys. Also, anyone who's actually buying the books and leaving reviews and sharing them on social media to help spread the word. Thank you. That also helps a lot. Once again, all funds, the little bit that I get, goes towards um, website um, and, and trying to improve what it is we're doing here with Sammy. Uh, speaking of Sammy, Sammy's on vacation right now as I'm recording this, but he's going to come back out of vacation for a day tomorrow to edit this so that I can upload it for you guys uh, Monday morning EDT. We're working, we're working hard, but I'm having fun. I think Sammy's having fun as well. Don't forget that this is a journey for us. This is helping us with our own um, self-re-education, our own path, our own uh, trying to swim up towards the clear water, out of the murky waters, if you will. So this is helping us with our own virtuous ends. Um, any interaction we get out of this, like the one we're doing now, with a couple of questions, this is just bonus. I encourage you guys to send in questions if you have, but I know most of you prefer the private talk. So, hey, I'm on, uh, I'm on the social here and there. Feel free to reach out if you have any specific questions. This will make a good uh, drinking game episode. Every time I say questions, take a shot, okay? Here we go. Now, let's get right into the actual questions themselves. But one thing I hadn't considered is privacy. Um... I didn't ask ahead of time. So what I'm going to do for this episode is I'll share the first name and the first letter of the last name. Anyways, you'll know who you are. There's not that many of you who are in touch with me. So um, maybe for the next episode, I'll share your socials, but I'll make sure to ask if you're comfortable with it. First question from Sandra N. What are your pet's names again? I only saw the one on screen. Um, I don't remember which dog I had on my lap on the earlier episodes, but by the end of the season, I think both dogs will be there. Um, so the gray uh, miniature schnauzer is called Penny. The dachshund is Maggie. And the little, uh, not gerbil, um, guinea pig that uh, I refer to on my left when I'm downstairs, that's Pablo. Uh, unfortunately, Pablo uh, left us last week. His spirit has left this temporal world. Um, but he was alive during the recording, so the next few episodes you're going to hear his name come up a few times. Uh, thank you for the question, Sandra. I appreciate you. Andrew C. has a question on motivation. I just can't get motivated to do anything in life, let alone any of this heavy lifting for spiritual matters. How can I get motivated to step out the door, let alone dedicate time to meditate? That's a good question. That's a really good question that I ask myself every day. How do you motivate yourself to do more? Um, well, if you're a cynic, you don't, okay? Um, our older cousins, the Stoics' older cousins, the Cynics, Diogenes, they didn't really believe in doing much other than just being, right? Uh, us Stoics are the ones that struggle a little bit extra because we feel like, well, I'm here, 
I know I'm going to leave soon and I know uh, my impact's not going to last, but I feel like I should still do something. I have this willingness inside to do something. So why not work towards the betterment of humanity? That is literally what defines Stoicism. Virtue for us is the betterment of humanity. So any decision we make in the moment, regardless, always works towards the betterment of humanity. But how do you work towards humanity in the moment all the time? It's exhausting to always do, 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 think ahead. It's impossible. Um, personally, I carry around a lot of anchors, whether it's my uh, mala beads or my coin or my tats on my forearms or um, sometimes I wear rings. Anything that reminds me in the moment when I see it shining, glistening or tap on my chest, it's like, ah, oh, yes, you are stardust. You are here, happen to be self-aware for a little bit, maybe you should get your act together and do something. That's how I motivate myself. But that's not going to work for everybody. What you'll have to do is, um, in fact, if you go through the chapters of the first book, each one is a different perspective of how you can find motivation, wh whether it's um, uh, perspective from humanity, perspective of view from above, how little we are and how nothing matters. Um, so just go with it and enjoy life, YOLO it, right? Um, whether it's family for you, whether wh whatever it is, you have to find your own motivation. Personally, view from above for me works. Presently right now, it is um, a meditation I do. Uh, my, I call it my deathbed meditation. I imagine I'm sitting on my deathbed right now uh, and I have a couple of days left. What would I do? And that's how I base my decisions. And then I challenge myself because I say, okay, okay, just in case you wake up tomorrow and you have to live another day, you should work a little to save some money for the future. So maybe you should go to the office, put your hours in, and then come home and continue whatever it is you're doing. So different ways to motivate yourself to do different things. Okay, my man, reflect on these on your journal, try it out. Let me know how it goes, Andrew. And thank you for your question. Okay, here we get to uh, my good friend, Saxi. I, I think it's Sexy. Uh, I think it's Sakshi. I don't know how I'm pronouncing this, man. I'm really sorry. Uh, Sakshi S. If I had a fan club, every year I have somebody different who's like really motivated and really communicating with me. This year, I think it would be this young gentleman, uh, Sakshi. Um, and he sent me two questions. I got one from him this morning. He says, Anderson, wasn't the fifth episode supposed to be the Q&A? When will you answer my question? <laughs> Fair question, my man. Um, dude, episode numbers, I fucked them up. Sorry, I fucked them up. You guys saw it on the beginning on the last one. I'm like four, three, five. I don't know. What I know is here. I actually have it here. Sammy sent me a schedule. Uh, I am going to read through every chapter and we are going to have Q&As in between. Uh, from here on end, there'll be four episodes and then a Q&A, four episodes and then a Q&A. That's how it goes, all right? The reason why there was one extra episode at the beginning is because of the intro. That's why there were technically five episodes before the Q&A. The fifth episode of the series after the intro is this one. Anyways, you get it, man. But thanks for keeping track. Man, it shows that you're like on top of it. I appreciate you. Um, now, his real question that he had sent a week ago he says, you said that your first necessity in life is to live a tranquil life. And well, that really got me thinking. But don't we need certain things and achieve certain goals to live a peaceful life? And if that's the case, 
then I guess suffering is waiting for us down the road to success. By success, I mean the goal which we need to achieve to live peacefully. So I guess what I'm asking is, how do we live a peaceful life while working to achieve something that's required for living a tranquil life? Great question, and something else I'm going to have to remind myself daily. What I love about these questions, including the next one I got, guys, these are things I meditate on daily. So I know you're looking for answers that's going to give you that aha moment, which you'll have. But don't expect that to last a lifetime. You have to remind yourself. You have to repeat these questions and repeat the answers. Not only will the answers change over time, so you should challenge them, but through repetition, only through repetition, can you form new habits and reprogram the stupid bag of pus we call our body. So to get to the question, there's a simple distinction to be made here. Pursuing a tranquil life does not mean working hard to get a tranquil life. Yes, we should have goals uh, to guide us, uh, tasks list to keep us organized. However, if we remember that nothing is in our control except our thoughts and judgments in the moment, in this moment only, then all we need to be tranquil is to remember that we don't control anything past this moment right now and our thoughts in it. In other words, if we set our happiness or tranquility based on an objective we can accomplish or not, that gate, that one zero, is always going to set you up a failure. To, uh, and you're referring to it in your answer yourself. You're getting there. Like, how can I be successful if there is a failure mechanism built in? You can't. The error is you're still trying to do something to find that tranquility. When in reality, the tranquility comes from slowing down. Think about the meditation. I, I believe in one of the earlier episodes I spoke about this. Fill a bottle of water, uh, like um, a bottle of soda, a bottle of pop, those clear bottles. Take out the label, fill it with water, and put some sand in it or, or something, dirt, whatever. Shake it around. And the water is going to look real messy, right? But then you place that on the table and you let it sit still for a while. Then the water clears because all the dirt settles to the bottom. And now on top, you have a clear, tranquil water sitting there. You get where I'm going? So slow down, my man, and you'll find your answers. Here's a question on calming down from a Monica B. She says, Dear Anderson, I'm struggling. I'm anxious over everything from the most mundane things like work and chores to the bigger items like relationships and health. I have angst over past conflict and I have angst over things that have not yet happened. Any advice on how to calm the F down? I feel trapped in this loop of never-ending anxiety. Monica, me too. Uh, same comment as all the questions before. I have to face this daily as well. So you're not alone. And I'm sure there are others out there. Uh, Anderson Nation, chime in. I'm sure there are others out there that feel the same way. Anxiety is always ever-present. But what seems to help me is, um, all right, let me back up. So I remember attending a conference uh, about a decade or so ago when Chris Hatfield was a keynote speaker. He was talking about how he conquered fear to go to space. And he used the example of spiders. And he said he used to be afraid of spiders. Uh, then he just did his research. He learned, he used his intelligence, he read and learned that there were no poisonous spiders in Canada. And if you know there are no poisonous spiders in Canada, well, that fear diminishes all of a sudden, doesn't it? 
Fear is a very silly emotion, like anger. It is a very powerful one that takes over. But when you challenge it, and it doesn't take much to challenge it, right? When you can find just a little bit of energy to push that rational discourse in and ask a simple question, it immediately starts breaking down. And so this is my advice with anxiety. When we feel that anxiousness and fear, I challenge myself, okay, what am I afraid of? I'm 41 years old. What haven't I surpassed or accomplished or survived or tolerated in four decades? I can tolerate anything, man. I can get through anything. It might suck, sure, but I'll get through it and I'll get back to normal. So what do I have to fear in life? Not much. And when I remember that I haven't much to fear in life, well, the anxiety starts getting more manageable because anxiety, after all, is just a defense mechanism. It's a knee-jerk reaction, right? But when you can dissociate anxiety from the fear and trust that you can get through it, trust yourself, trust the life that it's going to be okay, then that anxiety becomes ah, just a little emotional inside like everything else. It does not take over your thoughts. Anxiety coupled with fear, that's a crippling combination. So work on that angle, okay? Or at least that's what works for me. Doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. But I appreciate you. I appreciate that question. Thank you, everybody, for uh, your submissions. I hope I got through this fairly quickly. Uh, I hope I didn't bore y'all. And I look forward to the next one. Um, let's see what happens, guys. Love you all. Rooting for you all. And do one good thing today that you would not do otherwise. Go out of your way. Do something very random for a very, very uh, strange person that you don't know and put a smile on their face and make sure that they don't see you or don't do it. Rather, don't stick around for a thank you. If you can do it incognito, even better. Just go do something good for one other person today that you would not have done otherwise. And I guarantee you, you'll feel better. All right. Get high on life, you guys. <laughs>